0: Hey, listeners! We have a very rare opening for an associate sound designer mixer here at Defacto Sound. That's my sound design studio and the studio behind Twenty Thousand Hertz. To learn more, visit jobs.defactosound.com. This application window closes on May twenty second. Now, onto the show. You're listening to Twenty Thousand Hertz. If you're a regular listener, then you know about our mystery sound segment that we run in the middle of each episode. For those who don't know, basically we play a mysterious sound and ask you to guess what it is. You can submit your guess, and if you're right, you're entered to win a super soft 20,000 Hertz t-shirt. Then for our final episode of the year, we compile all of these sounds and turn them into a game show, where some of our podcast friends compete to see who can guess the most sounds. It was two years ago when we first launched our mystery sound extravaganza. We had the McElroy brothers from the show My Brother, My Brother and Me. Last year, we brought on the crew from Under Understood. And this time we invited our friends from the podcast Endless Thread. It's the two hosts, Ben and Amory, along with their fantastic sound designer Emily. Our producer Grace was keeping score and our audio director Jai ran the recording. As always, it was a ton of fun. So without further ado, here we go.
1: Welcome to the third annual 20,000 Hertz Mystery Sound Throwdown. In this heated competition, three opponents will compete to become the ultimate mystery sound champion. The rules are simple. Each sound has a maximum score of three points. If the correct answer is guessed, without any hints, the guesser will earn all three. If one hint is given, the guesser will receive two points. If two hints are given, the guesser will earn only a single point. Three players will enter, only one will emerge victorious. Now, let the games begin.
2: I'm my palms are legitimately sweaty right oh, now. No. I am feeling
0: in <laughs> fairness. Amory gets sweaty very easily. <laughs> I get very uh, anytime I'm not just reading from a script, I'm like, oh my goodness, this is like real radio announcers. Oh, yeah, oh. Uh, you're an ace. Yeah, <laughs> don't worry about it. All
2: right, we're all sweaty, we're all nervous, we're all, <laughs> all in right. this together.
0: Yeah, so uh, why don't we just dive into this thing head first and see what happens? So, sound number one. I mean, that's a a, roadrunner. Yeah. No, I think it's like Barney or... uh, Yeah. Oh, it's
3: it's Fred uh, Flintstone. Fred
0: Flintstone?
3: Ding, 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 ding.
0: Yes. We don't have a... Where's our ding, ding, ding? Did we have a ding, ding, ding last year? Did I come (laughs) ill prepared? I, I did not know about this ding, ding, ding. You know what? I think that we added that in post. Yeah, you can add it in post. All right. So that is the sound of Fred Flintstone's scrambling feet. During the 1960s, the sound editing team at Hanna-Barbera created some of the most iconic cartoon sounds ever. The name of this one was the Temple Block Riot, which was created from a combination of percussion sounds and, of course, a temple block. So cool.
3: Wow. Man, old school Foley is so awesome. Yeah.
4: See, I got the franchise, but Emily got the character. So Emily, what-
3: Emily nailed it.
5: I mean... I'm I get not, no I, points for that? Come <laughs> on. Oh, I'd give you like two,
3: and then Emily gets three. Emily gets the full three. I'll allow it. Oh, man. This is where it all goes downhill from here for me. At the bowling alley, I like strike the first one, and then it's gutter, gutter, gutter after that. <laughs> <laughs> so just so you know.
0: <laughs> all right, sound number two.
3: Mm. Oh, Oh,
2: that sounds like um, whether it's fictional or real, like a news Mm -hmm. uh, sting, you know, like bum, bum, bum.
4: I want to say it's not Close Encounters of the Third Kind, but it has that sort of like iconic interval action.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Are there any Canadians here? Mm
2: -hmm. No, but is it like the CBC's uh, news?
0: Well, hint number one. So, if there are no Canadians and if you haven't visited Canada, I don't think anybody's going to get this. But hint number one. I've visited.
2: I've visited. Yeah. Come on, Dallas. You're basically oh, Canadian.
0: <laughs> Who among <laughs> us hasn't visited Canada? I've called people hosers. <laughs> so, hint number one. Canadian commuters and other public transit users uh, may Montreal. recognize The Montreal them. line. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the chime that plays before the doors close on the Montreal Metro Yes.
5: Uh, well done.
0: The sound was based on the tones that are produced by the traction motors of the MR73 trains, obviously, which are still common in Montreal. Let's hear this motor sound. Okay, that was not helpful at all.
3: I heard it in the background.
1: <laughs> it was
2: the yeah, ocean. Yeah,
0: it is. You know, some things work and some things are edited out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I heard it. I swear.
0: I did too. Oh, you did.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah I heard. I heard, I heard the did. tone in the background. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dun, dun, dun. That's good.
0: Yeah. Well, I'll just not be so snarky. How about we go to sound number three? Whoa! Oh,
1: man.
0: That was a montage um, of sound. So that is all of the sounds of this thing. Uh, that is not a hint.
4: I want to say it's like an early-ish synthesizer instrument, and someone's demonstrating the different sounds. It's like an electric drum kit or something.
0: I'm going to go with hint number one, too, because these sounds belong to a kind of digital mascot.
2: Oh. Oh, no. Oh, man. (laughs) Digital mascot. I just have no idea. Is it like, is it like Clippy or something? (gasps) No really?
0: way. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. it.
4: It's Clippy. Amory got Clippy. Well
3: done, Amory. I'm resigning. I mean, Get me out of here. I, that crossed my mind, but I guess I've never heard Clippy in nice headphones before. Me neither. In all his glory.
0: So here's my reveal spiel. Those sounds were made by Clippy, the divisive paperclip assistant who used to be in Microsoft Office. You won't see Clippy popping up with any suggestions anymore, but he's not completely gone. In 2021, Microsoft changed the paperclip emoji in Windows 11 to the image of Clippy.
3: He never helped me, that guy.
0: When he hit you with the
4: eyebrows, though. Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) The floating eyebrows, no less. When Clippy turned on the charm.
0: All right. So we got Clippy. Um, I think that was two points, right?
2: It sure was. Yep. A full
0: two. She's on the board, folks. She's
5: on the board, folks. Watch out.
0: Well, let's get to this sound number
2: four.
0: Oh, dude.
2: Is that like a sound? Star Trek. Yeah, I was going to say it's a Star Trek. I mean, the only ship I know from Star Trek is the Enterprise. So. <laughs> is it an Enterprise?
0: Is it an elevator in the Enterprise? The Enterprise elevator? It is not from a space movie, but it is from a movie. I'm not even going to count that as a hint because it's not on my cheat sheet.
3: Not a space movie? Not a space
0: Not a movie. a
4: space
3: movie.
0: Sci-fi, yeah.
4: Not a space movie, but sci-fi.
2: There is no such thing.
0: Logan's <laughs> Run. Something. <laughs> <laughs> so hint number one, get ready. This can take you back to 1955. I mean, 1985. I mean, what year is it? Oh, is it? Oh, it's, uh, it dude, uh, Back to the Future. It's Back to the Future. You're in the movie, but what is it from the movie?
4: Oh, man. It's
2: the time traveler. It's the car.
0: Is it? The flux capacitor.
2: Is it the
3: door of the car?
0: Oof. I feel like everyone is orbiting this very clearly. Is it the part? Okay, this is going to be so it's wrong, but shoes. I have to say, no. Is it
4: the
3: shoes? No, 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 no.
4: It's when he <laughs> pours, it's like right after he puts the banana peel and the end of the Miller High Life beer into the, mm. it's when the car comes back at the end of Back <laughs> to the Future Part One from the future and he's closing the fuel cell up. That's my guess.
0: And it's a (laughs) terrible guess. I feel like we're going to have to dole out some points here.
5: Yeah, Ben, I'm so impressed with that level of detail.
0: Uh, Okay, (laughs) so uh, that's the sound of the time circuits turning on inside the DeLorean in Back to the Future. Time circuits. And so Jai's going to play the sound in context. First, you turn the time circuits on. This tells you where you're going. This one tells
3: you where you are. This one tells you where you
2: are. My husband is never allowed to listen to this because he'll just be heartbroken.
4: The divorce papers will come flying right out.
2: <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> just come home to the papers one day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did say the time machine. I know. This is why Grace is just going to have to be very fair right now. And uh, all eyes are on you. <laughs> <laughs>
5: You know what? I think everyone contributed to the success of this clue. I think everyone's
2: going to get one. How does
5: that sound? Yes.
2: Love it.
4: That seems fair. (laughs) Love it.
2: Although, really, (laughs) Ben, thank you for getting us in the world of Back to the Future. (laughs) That's
0: true. You're welcome. Uh, How about we go into um, sound number five?
2: This is an animal. That's an animal. That's like... Um, it sounds
4: like chewy, but it's not chewy.
2: <laughs> no, that's like chewy underwater, but that's not a thing. So, mm. flipper. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, is it a dolphin? No,
0: <laughs> no. It's a no, sick, no.
2: very sick flipper.
0: <laughs> so it is not a fictional monster. It is a real animal.
4: Oh, it's a wow. real animal.
2: Feels real to me. Okay, yeah. if it's real, that changes everything.
3: Um, <laughs> Can you play it again?
4: It feels camel-like. I don't really know why I said that.
2: <laughs> I'm going hippo because there's some water. Ooh, that that did cross some my mind. Water involved. Yeah. I heard some bloop, bloop, bloop.
0: I feel like you could almost just throw out all the animals that you know and probably get it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I know.
2: You're like, it's actually an ant. (laughs) Is it a
0: goat or a sheep? (laughs) It is none of those things. It is a mammal. Um, Oh. Is it a whale? Donkey. Is
3: it a funky cow sound?
0: (laughs) Funky cow sound.
3: (laughs) It's got to be big. A bear?
4: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Emily. Hey, hey. hey. Well done. (laughs) That is a pack of purring black bears.
3: Oh, that's right. They purr.
0: (laughs) Just like cats, bears make this sound when they're very comfortable. For example, when they're nursing or eating something that they really like. And they do this even as adults. Their purrs (laughs) just get deeper.
4: That's why I didn't recognize it. I've definitely never seen footage of any bear (laughs) being happy. (laughs) Well, here's the sound of an adult bear purr.
3: like
2: a nice, soft motor. <laughs> yeah, it's like a helicopter with a filter over it.
0: It's exactly what digesting a human would sound like in my mind.
4: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that I've had
0: the slowest camper, I feel like I can rest. Okay. All right, get ready, because sound number six, I think, is going to come on real fast and furious and uh, get a lot of attention. So, do we have sound six ready? Shh. Uh, the more
3: you know. Yeah. The more you know, baby.
0: Nope.
4: <laughs> No. <laughs> oh, it's the,
3: it's after The Simpsons. It's after The Simpsons.
4: Oh, it's after. No, wait. Is it after Seinfeld?
3: No, it's after The Simpsons, for sure. I just don't know what it's called. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons growing up. Oh, my God, Amory, I'm so sorry.
4: No, is it the person in the theater? It's like a person in a yeah. movie theater. Mm-hmm. And
0: there's big words that come on the screen for the company.
4: Yeah. Is it GBH?
0: Oh, God. Is it PBS?
3: No. No, no, because it's The Simpsons. I'm telling you. So it's like, it's not. Is it Fox?
0: Just to rub it in. Just play it again, Jay. Just
3: <laughs> rub it in. <laughs> Shh. This is embarrassing, I feel like.
4: I know. It's, uh
3: It sounds like it would be, like, the learning channel. I know. That's why I guess the more you know. But the more you know is, the more you know. <laughs> So, <laughs> right. um,
4: this is—I feel really badly about not knowing this.
3: Christ, Christie's or no? Oh no, I'm am just throwing random.
0: So, uh, you are correct that it does play at the very end of The Simpsons. But can you guess what film company the Sonic logo is for? Fox Searchlight. No. I don't know. No. Sorry. I don't know anything.
4: <laughs> but I don't have a I don't have a better guess. So This is the part where thousands of twenty thousand hertz listeners are throwing their beers at throwing
2: the, their phones across
3: the room.
4: This is
0: why I'm dragging this out so long. This
3: might happen a lot, guys. <laughs> We're sorry.
0: All right. So the chatter you hear in the beginning is actually the voices of the composer and the CEO of Fox duplicated to make it sound like a crowded theater. And what that is, is the Sonic logo for Gracie Films. Gracie Films. Oh. See, I said Christy. I was like, it's
2: a chick's name. So, so close. close. You were so close. That was very yeah. good. I never would have gotten that. Ugh.
5: Emily, I'm going to give you a point. <laughs> nice. I think that was well
0: earned. I think so too. Fully deserved.
2: You got us almost there. Totally.
4: Woo! Yeah! Woo, woo, woo.
0: Yeah! So this next sound, um, I don't want to signpost, but I don't think anybody's going to get it. So you just tell us what you think. Oh,
2: come on, Dallas. (laughs) Just wait.
0: All right. Sound number seven.
3: This sounds like a sound sculpture or a glass harmonica or something. And I hear a little like water again.
0: Oh yeah, agreed. I think points are going to go to whoever gets closest to this. Yeah,
4: that was
2: a great first guess.
0: Is it an animal playing
4: an instrument? It is not.
2: <laughs> is it what like is the audio reflection off of the blade of a windmill?
3: Ooh. Let me let me
0: load up that sound in my mind.
2: <laughs> so you're saying I'm wrong? Okay, got it.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Can we hear it again? To me, it sounds like some people playing with their instruments outside, like they like left the orchestra room to like do their thing, but you can hear the orchestra doing its thing.
3: I also think I hear water. Yes, I heard water. So I feel like it's like a ride at Disney or something weird.
0: I feel like Emily is just circling this like point worthy at this point.
3: Emily is closing in. I knew when we invited her on,
2: she was going (laughs) to wipe the floor with us.
0: Clearly, we needed a ringer, that's for sure. For a sound no one's going to get, I feel like that's a two-pointer.
3: Agreed. What? Wow. Yeah, Emily has
5: basically said two of, like, the three things.
0: Very clear things. Okay, so I'm going to reveal this one because I I think it's just fair at this point. What it is, it's the so-called sea organ in the city of Zadar, Croatia. And it's the sound installation that's carved into a set of stone steps that are going into the sea. In these steps, there are holes that lead to 35 organ tubes. And I'm just, I'm laughing because, like, there's no way you could get all of this detail. Yeah,
3: Yeah, no, no, it sounds amazing.
0: And as the waves splash into the holes, it produces these sounds.
4: See, this is like so cool, and also like this is the perfect example of something that would never get done in America, right? <laughs> right. That's <Yeah>.
3: depressing.
4: <laughs> I just feel like it's like one of those things where it's like, how many angry neighbors would show up to that town meeting, being like, "I don't want this thing on my mom. <laughs> <laughs> get that sound out of my block." Yeah. yeah. You know. But
0: Croatia.
3: Yeah, Croatia. You pretty much sealed the deal, Croatia. I'm coming to you soon.
0: Um. Okay. I'm very happy with, like, Emily said it immediately, sound installation. I was like, oh, yes, there's going to be points there.
5: Yeah, I've given Emily two points because I'm pretty sure she mentioned water and sound installation. So I'm pretty impressed. I said water first, for
4: the record. I was going to say, I was going to say, I think Amory said water, but.
5: Yeah. Oh, inter- okay, wait.
2: One for water, one for water. One for water, <laughs> you got it. I'm really enjoying the negotiation. of.
0: I like the negotiation.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm all for it.
0: And to be fair, this year we did make them kind of obscure and hard because in the years past, we found it shocking how good people are at this Perfect. like thing. So that's why there's some real like curveballs in here. Great.
4: You tested out the smartest sounds on the dumbest group of people. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Just
2: keep expecting more like audio refraction off a windmill yeah. blade, okay? <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
0: you yeah. guys make <laughs> podcasts. You'll be good at this. <laughs> <laughs> nope. All right. Let's go to sound eight.
4: whoa um clearly some sort of tuba maybe it's a sousaphone
2: is it from fantasia
4: i was gonna
0: say peter and the wolf i have no idea i don't even want to give this as a point deduction hint so let's keep the points all the way up there okay but this is from a film that was from 1977. i'm going to give you another one a space a space-ish film
3: Oh, uh, 2001
4: Space Odyssey.
3: uh, Uh, I would guess Close Encounters.
4: Oh, yeah, Close Encounters. Of the how many kind? Third kind. Third kind. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) That's what I guessed Uh, earlier. Do I I get anything from (laughs) guessing that earlier?
0: Wait, you guessed it earlier? You did. Like a totally different sound? Totally different sound. Yeah. Well, I'll reveal it. And then, uh, Grace, you, you know, think of what's fair and um, get prepared for negotiation. And tell me your Venmo, Grace.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I'm easily bribed.
0: <laughs> so that came from a scene in Close Encounters of the Third Kind, where the scientists communicate with the alien mothership using musical tones. The main melody the aliens use sound like this.
3: Yes,
1: yes that's, that's what it is, Ben. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah.
0: So while working on the movie, composer John Williams tried about 350 different note combinations before deciding on that one. He even enlisted the help of a mathematician to calculate the number of five note combinations they could create from a 12 note scale. For the record, it was approximately 134,000 combinations.
3: Wow. That's so cool that all that work went into the movie.
0: I'm kind of bugged by this whole concept, though, that aliens would use the 12-note scale that we use in Western music.
3: Yeah, that doesn't make
0: sense. Great point.
3: Not a microtonal scale for aliens? Aliens probably hear plenty of frequencies that we cannot.
0: And that, yeah. I bet that we wouldn't even hear it. It'd be too low, too high. Who knows? Maybe it vibrates, I don't know, methane in a different way than nitrogen. Who knows?
3: Maybe that would just hit us and we'd just explode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And the alien's just like, what happened? I was just singing. Yeah, exactly. Just saying hi. After all of our heads implode. (laughs) 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 All right. For the sake of time, I think we need to get to sound nine.
3: Ooh, Um,
4: It's
0: a notification sound.
3: It's an error message, isn't it?
0: It is not.
2: Hmm. No, it does sound similar to that, but
0: it's... It is like a notification, though, right? It's a notification of a kind, yeah. Huh. Uh...
3: Was that like the...
4: Is it a Tinder match?
3: No, that's
4: not, no. <laughs> I'm just guessing about things I don't know anything about.
2: I say it was like an early AIM.
3: No. No, it sounds later than that. Is it Windows? It is not. <sighs> so it's a Mac thing? It is. Okay, now we've, I feel really dumb, use a Mac.
0: (laughs) So hint number one is, these are safe to stick in your ears.
3: Oh, Oh,
4: AirPods.
0: Is it when you connect to your
3: AirPods? Yeah. I don't use them enough. Oh man, yeah.
0: I feel like that was three correct answers all at the exact same time.
5: It sure was. And I got it after only one hint.
0: Yeah, two points all around.
2: All right. Two across the board. There's that positivity.
0: Finally, some points. So hint number two was, though they come in pairs, many people only wear one because they've lost the other one. Uh That's a good hint. And the reveal is, that's the sound of Apple AirPods connecting to a device.
3: I find it interesting that we all thought it was an error message, but it's not. And we all know what it is. That's really funny.
0: It
4: feels a little dissonant
0: somehow. Oh, it sounds like when you add a hard drive to a Windows computer.
3: yeah, very disappointed in myself
0: with this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so sound number 10.
4: Oh, this is clearly, uh,
0: this. it sounds like Mario. Mario? Um, but it's not. It's Zelda? Nope.
2: No, I know this. Is this Pac-Man? It's not.
0: No. You're getting close. You're in the same arcade.
2: Is it? Um, wait, I really know this. Oh.
0: Can you play it again?
4: Oh, God, I know this. Tetris?
0: Yes, it's got to be Tetris.
3: No, it's
4: not no, Tetris. No, it's not
0: quite Tetris. This oh is also God. one of those, like, half the listeners right now are just like, oh,
2: my God. I, I know, throw <laughs> your tomatoes. <laughs> I know. What's wrong the you?
0: Is it burger time? Um, think that, but more popular. Donkey Kong? Close. It'd probably be sitting right next to this in the arcade.
4: Load Runner, Uh, that's not popular enough.
0: I'll give hint one and hint two here. So you might know this if you hung out at the arcades as a kid. But hint number two is there's a Seinfeld episode where George pushes the arcade. Frogger. Frogger. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> ding ding
4: ding. Oh, oh, like, oh, that is funny, Ben. If this was all Seinfeld references, I'd be crushing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> this is truly ruining my marriage. <laughs> 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 oh
0: no. So that's the sound of the original Frogger game from 1981. Yes. The Frogger theme is taken from a Japanese children's song, which in English translates to The Dog Police Officer. It's nice. I like that. So where are we at with the points across the board here, Grace, at Sound 10?
5: Sure. So in third place, we have Amory with six. In second place, we have Ben with eight. And in first place, we have Emily with
4: 12. Wait, I'm only two ahead of Amory.
2: (laughs) Yes,
5: Ben, you're
4: only two ahead. (laughs) All right, I'm going to have to work on that. And I'm
2: coming for you.
4: I don't mind coming in second, just as long as Amory's a distant third.
3: Oh, come (laughs) on. (laughs) Mean.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just know that Emily's going to beat me handily, so I can't. I've given up on that.
3: I don't know about that. There's still, like, plenty of... Chances. Get ready. Round two.
1: The Mystery Sound Throwdown will return after these messages.
2: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to dos, Bank of America has experts
0: ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Congratulations to Mark Stevens, who correctly guessed last episode's mystery sound. That's the sound of a Slack notification called the Knock Brush. If that knock brush sound haunts you in your sleep, Slack has a bunch of other options. You can even change it to a person quietly saying hummus. Hummus. In 2016, Slack tweeted that this was a goofy tribute to one of their beloved coworkers. Now, that was our last mystery sound for 2022, but don't worry, they'll be back next month in our new season. If you want even more 20,000 Hertz during the break, here are a couple of ways to keep the sound love alive. First, we have more than 10 bonus episodes over on 20,000 Hertz Plus. To sign up, just go to 20k.org slash plus or tap subscribe in Apple Podcasts. Second, go subscribe to our Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube channels. We've dropped quite a few new videos. You can find the links in the show description. For me, the hardest part of hiring is narrowing down the search, and that's where Indeed can help. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million visitors every month. That makes it the world's largest platform for finding skilled staff. In fact, during the time it'll take me to read this ad, 23 people will have been hired on Indeed. Whenever we list a job, we get a lot of applications. So many of them are from brilliant and talented people. But it can be really hard to have those applications rise to the top. With Indeed's Smart Matching Engine, that process becomes a lot easier. And over time, the matching engine learns your preferences. The more you use it, the more efficient it becomes. According to a recent Indeed survey, 93% of employers said that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. Right now, our listeners can get a $75 sponsored job credit at Indeed.com slash Hertz. That's Indeed.com slash H-E-R-T-Z. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: We now return to the 20,000 Hertz Mystery Sound Throwdown.
0: All right, so let's go ahead and uh, hit sound 11.
3: I know what this is. It's, a, you're in a car and it's on the side of the road and it's got little, you know how when you go on the side of a road and there's bumps mm-hmm. and it wakes you up? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ridges.
4: Uh, it's the rumble strip. It's a rumble strip that's also tuned.
3: yeah. I think.
4: Correct.
0: So you've got some point or two for that.
3: So we need to guess the song?
0: Yeah, can you? Honestly, I couldn't pick it out, but we could play it again.
4: Wow. It feels like it's like in Mixolydian or something. It has like a modal quality to it for me.
3: Well, they're probably not driving at the perfect speed.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, Is it Jingle Bells, but like real jacked up? (laughs) I'll go ahead and reveal this because I don't even hear it. But that is the sound of a musical stretch of highway in Lancaster, California. As part of a promotion for Honda, special grooves were cut in the pavement that causes these notes to ring out as you drive over them. The song it plays is supposed to be the William Tell Overture. But there might have been some miscommunication between the engineers and the road crew yeah. because it ended up sounding like that. <laughs> have
2: they ever heard the William Tell
0: <laughs> Jai has the bonus clip.
5: Jai has it queued up.
0: <laughs> okay, yeah. what? Yeah. Okay, play what we play the sound again.
3: It sounds like a sad, sad.
0: Uh. <laughs> no, that's not
4: anywhere close. <laughs> You know how some YouTube creators, like, (laughs) take a pop song and then slow it down to this, like, super heavy dirge or whatever? It's like that, but they cut it into the pavement and probably spent so much money
0: on it. Yeah. Well, to be fair, they're probably driving way too slow, but that's kind of a bait and switch. I feel like everyone deserves a point just because it's not William Till. I mean, it's not our fault. It's Honda's fault. But
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think Emily should get two. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, my negotiation works in other people's favors, too. But (laughs) Emily got the rumble strip thing, which
4: my mind never would have gone to. So she did get the rumble strips. I was the first person who said rumble strip. I'm just saying. Okay, but Emily described it. I said rumble strip.
2: No, but Emily (laughs) knew the thing and you just put the word to the thing. Then you've still got a point.
0: No, yeah. If I get a point, I'm happy. I'm happy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I don't know if we set this one up the way that I was hoping we could. But this next one is so popular that I wanted to do it just like one note at a time. All right. Oh, yeah. Do it again.
1: Oh,
4: it's the beginning of a Who song. That's
0: that a, is good a good guess.
2: guess. <laughs> what? Oh, that's what they say to people who are wrong.
0: No. <laughs> All right. Maybe a, just a little bit longer.
4: Yeah, oh. uh, that's, that's, um, oh
2: this no. is also
4: television iconography.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like a national show. It's like a national news show. Oh,
4: God. No. Play the whole clip. <laughs> oh, 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 it's, it's Reading Rainbow.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> The thing of Reading Rainbow. So that is the very beginning of the original Reading Rainbow theme. The vocals were performed by Tina Fabrique for the show's debut in 1983. Recently, people have started using the song on TikToks of people trying to figure out something confusing.
2: That's funny. Hmm. Which is
0: pretty great, actually.
2: All of us right now trying to figure out these sounds.
0: So this next one, Sound 13, this one is... Uh, I don't want to tell you. All right, let's try this again.
3: Water animals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Ducks. Loons. Flamingos.
0: Is this the beginning of the Budweiser commercial? <laughs> Sounds like it. The hit number one is this is not a frog.
3: <laughs> Geese. Seagulls.
0: Oh, is this from those claymation um, Wallace and Gromit? <laughs> Mm-mm. No. I'll also go with hint number two here. These animals are from Africa or come from parts of Africa. And just ignore the water. Hyenas? No. How about one more time before the reveal?
4: This is a beautiful sound. I'm into it. I definitely need like an hour of this. One of those YouTube's. <laughs> Just an hour of whatever this is.
2: Baby elephants. Baby.
0: Ele- All right, reveal time.
2: Baby giraffes.
0: Oh, so close.
2: Baby zebras.
0: That's so close.
2: Baby uh, antelopes. I
0: thought I heard someone say it. Baby. They said baby, though.
2: I said baby elephants. I said baby giraffes. Zebras. I said baby zebra.
4: Regular zebras.
2: I said baby zebras first. <laughs> I know,
0: but I said zebras when they told us that they weren't babies. But we could edit this very easily and just take the baby out. Right. And it just played zebras. So zebra has been said. You would hear me
2: say zebra first. That's right.
0: So those are the sounds of adult zebras. They make a surprising amount of noise and communicate using barks, brays, snorts, and chirps.
3: Wow. I had no idea.
4: So cool.
3: So, Amory, I'm going to give
5: you one point for that. You guessed zebra. Thank you. You're welcome. Well earned.
2: Thank you so much. Just catching up to Ben.
0: Ben, are you doing (laughs) any negotiation on this?
4: I mean, I, you know, I'm just going to let it ride this time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, um, number 14.
3: 14.
0: Oh yeah, that's um.
3: Mark and Mindy.
0: No, but
4: it's a it's a it's
3: a call.
4: It's like information coming in to oh
2: the Enterprise Star Wars. No, it's not Star Wars.
4: I want to say it's like Dick Tracy or something, but it's not.
2: Oh oh yeah, like um. Oh my God, Get Smart. Is it from Get Smart? Is it like the phone? It's
0: probably in Get Smart. Yeah,
2: so close. Very good guess. Okay, what's
0: another uh, Get
2: Smart ish? Oh, uh, James
3: Bond.
0: Oh, it's right like there. Like Austin Powers. Yes, yes, there it is.
3: It's Austin Powers. Austin Powers. Po- Austin <laughs> Powers.
0: <laughs> now, here's the thing. I remember when we put this out as a mystery sound, our answer was Austin Powers, but then I remember when we revealed it, a couple people wrote and said, "No, that was from something else." I'm seeing here in the reveal that it's from the 1966 secret agency parody film Our Man Flint.
5: We have the Our Man Flint theme to compare just in case.
0: I mean, that sounds like it's the same thing. It's
2: very similar. Wait, play the original sound again. Okay, it sounds like they sampled from it mm-hmm. in Austin Powers as a hat tip, but a goofy hat tip, an homage. Yeah. What I'm trying to get us to is, I am correct, <laughs> 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 but also this will save my marriage because Mike references Austin Powers all the time, Yay! and I still have never seen it. But um... <laughs> oh, you just ruined it again. <laughs>
4: none of them? You've seen none of them? I've seen none
2: of them. Memory. <gasps> I know. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm busy.
0: <laughs> All right, how about sound number 15? I'll see you again John C. Wow. Well, clearly
4: reversed vocalizations over non reversed orchestration. Mm-hmm. It sounds
2: like, oh no, if it were this, Emily would know immediately. I was going to say it sounds like Bjork. It,
3: I, that crossed my mind, but I don't recognize it.
0: So, this is from a short lived cult classic TV show from the early 90s. Ooh. Mm.
3: (laughs) Buffy? I don't know.
0: I want to say like Eon Flux or something. Um, Oh, that was so, that freaked me out as a kid.
4: Me too.
2: From the early 90s. I'll see you again in 25
4: years. Oh, X Files. X Files? Mm, No, that wasn't short lived.
0: I guess it wasn't short lived. You're right. It came from the mind of filmmaker David Lynch.
4: Oh, dude, it's um, it's uh, oh God, it's, oh God. <laughs> it's the, the uh, the movie about is about Canada and then there's a murder and she shows up in a bag. <laughs> And, they, and then they remade it
3: recently. It's on the tip of my
4: tongue. I watched it in the hospital when my twins were born. I watched all of it when my twins were born because I was stuck <laughs> in a hospital for five days. And that's also why I don't remember it. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's It's like great. It's North. Uh, God, what is it?
5: It's, oh, Ben, you're so close. <laughs>
4: Uh it's no oh, uh,
0: God. I'm just gonna let you just keep on this. You'll get there. Oh God, rolling <laughs> around in the glass shards. <laughs> this is our promo right now of you just like flailing.
3: <laughs> I feel like it has twin or tower. Twin peaks. Twin peaks. Yeah. There, it is. there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Ding ding ding. ding. Oh my god, you even said it was when your twins were born.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Yikes. Twin
2: peaks.
4: That's how much having a baby and staying in the hospital for too many days will (laughs) mess with your brain. I I should say, uh, related, I do want my kids to start
0: a synth duo named Twin
4: Geeks.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm into it.
0: So, reveal time. That was the voice of Laura Palmer from the season two finale of Twin Peaks. Laura is saying, I'll see you again in 25 years. I'll see you again in 25 years. To create the strange-sounding speech for these scenes, director David Lynch had the actors memorize their lines backwards phonetically. Then they took that audio and reversed it. The result is that the dialogue is semi-understandable but sounds really uncanny.
3: That is pretty cool. Oh,
0: To me, this seems like the premise of if I'm in purgatory and trying to get out of it, they're like... Make a podcast like this, and it's got to be good uh, yeah. me,
4: Dallas. was it, is that a one for Emily and a two for me?
3: Ooh. I did say twin. You did.
4: And I said Twin Peaks. <laughs> I said Twin Peaks. And I gave a lot of other information about the show.
3: I knew there were two structures. <laughs> I wasn't sure if there were towers. Mountains. I mean, definitely,
2: Emily, you know I want to be as generous to you as possible, but that seemed like more of a Ben thing.
5: I, uh, <laughs> I'll have to agree with Amory on this one. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I am going to give Ben a point, though, because even after two clues, you did get it. You got a real workout, mental workout
2: getting there.
4: <laughs> We've heard the struggle.
0: As long as I'm still ahead of Amory, it's worth it. Ugh. So how about we go to sound 16.
3: It's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: I have no idea, but it was nice. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
4: This is the beginning of a, it's a sound logo. Really? Like it plays during the beginning of
0: something. uh, Can we get a hint? Oh, sure. (laughs) (laughs) So this belonged to a popular gaming console.
4: Yes, it's a PlayStation. No.
0: No. No, it's not a PlayStation. It's a Nintendo. um, No, no,
4: no. It's an Xbox. It's an Xbox. Xbox.
3: Sega Dreamcast? (gasps) No way.
4: (gasps) Really? (laughs) Wow.
0: (laughs) Well played. She's back. So that's the sound of a Sega Dreamcast booting up. The startup sound was created by a Japanese musician and composer named Ryuchi Sakamoto. He's also a member of the influential electronic band called Yellow Magic Orchestra, which has been around since the 1970s. Nice. Lovely work. How about sound 17? Uh, That's the
4: Predator.
2: Whoa. That is the Predator. Nailed it. Wow.
4: I'd know that anywhere. You know what I like to say? Mud up or shut up. That's what I like
1: to
0: say.
4: (laughs) Cover yourself in mud so the Predator doesn't get you.
0: So that was the Predator's clicking sound from the 1987 movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Voice actor Peter Cullen came up with the sounds for the Predator. Speaking at a convention, he said that the sound was inspired by a horseshoe crab he saw dying on a beach when he was a kid. (laughs)
3: Wow. That makes all the sense to me. That to me makes
4: perfect sense. Yeah. That, no, totally. That, that the, description. Yeah. The 100%. Upside, the you
3: body. guys have watched horseshoe crabs yeah. die? No, <laughs> no but, but I've no. seen
4: horseshoe crabs and I've seen the predator, Amory, unlike <laughs> you.
3: Horseshoe crabs are creepy looking. And they also mm-hmm.
4: have those like crab leg appendages. That's like yeah. the predator's mouth right there.
3: Yeah. Okay.
2: I'll have to believe you.
0: All right. So three more. Sound number 18.
3: Reverb Tales, guys. (laughs) Yeah, really
2: nice. I'm going to say it's from The Matrix. Mm. I'm going Matrix. No. Yeah,
4: that's wrong. Oh, is it in the newer Blade Runner? Blade Runner 2049? Is it when, like, Jared Leto's doing, like, weird meditation in his weird meditation room?
5: (laughs) (laughs) It is not.
0: So it's an alternative version to a classic holiday song. What? Oh god.
3: All right.
0: Hint number 2. This band who performed this is still touring and recording 60 years after they started.
4: Is this um oh the Bang on a Can All-Stars or something? Uh oh god. Silver apples. uh, I
0: know all these words you're saying. I just don't know them in the order that you're saying them.
4: (laughs) Okay.
2: Um, (laughs) Um, Did Guns N' Roses ever do a Christmas album? (laughs) (laughs) That's um, on the right track, though. uh, Oh,
5: really? Kiss? Is it
2: kiss?
0: See, now I think we're just giving it away. I'm going to reveal this one. (laughs) All right. So that's a snippet from a hidden Rolling Stones track called Cosmic Christmas. (laughs) The song is a warped version of We Wish You a Merry Christmas from the Stones album, Their satanic. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't pre-read this, so it's just kind of funny for me to say it out loud. <laughs> Okay, let me do this again. So the song is a warped version of We Wish You a Merry Christmas from the from the Stones album, Their satanic. <laughs> Gosh, I can't. Sorry. <laughs> you can do it yeah, this this keep it in. Keep it in. Okay. It's We Wish You a Merry Christmas from the Stones album, Their Satanic Majesty's Request. Uh, cosmic Christmas <laughs> doesn't appear on the album's track listing, but it plays at the very end of side one. Cool. I just couldn't get through. Like, it's We Wish You a Merry Christmas in this cosmic <laughs> form from their album, Their Satanic <laughs> <laughs> their Satanic Majesty's Request.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> some oh.
4: meme stuff the Stones would get into.
2: Yeah, I only listen to Cosmic Christmas of the Stones. <laughs> uh, nothing else.
0: All right. Two more to go. <clears throat> All right, sound number 19.
3: E.T.? No.
2: It's like someone doing a theremin imitation. Oh, is it
4: from Sound of Music or something? Mm -mm. No.
3: This is hurting me inside.
0: And a lot of people listening right now.
3: Yeah. And a lot of people, oh, great.
0: <laughs> well, you know it,
4: Emily?
3: <sighs> no, I don't, but I do, like, my soul does, you know? <laughs> uh, do I get any soul points? Goonies.
0: No. You are in the orbit. Gremlins.
3: Of- yeah. Gremlins.
0: <gasps> yes, who is that in Gremlins?
3: It's the main, ga- the main little Gremmy.
0: Named? Oh,
4: Gremster, oh, no. The main
3: little guy He has a name
4: Oh god He does have a name
0: He has a very popular name god. A
3: popular name? Bob Yeah uh. no. oh, I it.
0: You'll go Oh yeah that's the name
3: Does it start oh, with god. a G?
0: It does Yeah
2: Of course oh, it does god. Goober, Goober.
0: <laughs> <No>.
3: <laughs> Gus Is it Gus?
4: So Is it close. Gary?
3: Is so it close. Gas? Greg
4: yeah. Is it Cousin
0: <laughs> Greg? <laughs>
2: Greg? Greg Greg <laughs> Jeff, with a G.
4: (laughs) All
0: right, I'm going to reveal this. So that is the singing voice of Gizmo Gizmo. Zogway in the movie Gremlins.
3: (laughs) Little dude.
0: It was actually Howie Mandel who voiced the speaking parts of Gizmo.
3: your
2: eyes.
0: When
4: you look at Howie Mandel's face, you would never expect that sound to come out of it. Yep. That's amazing.
0: So the speaking part was from Howie Mandel, but the film's composer, Jerry Goldsmith, opted to hire a young girl he knew to sing Gizmo's song instead.
3: So cute.
4: I think we all feel pretty bad about that one.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Another movie I haven't seen. (laughs) So
0: before we go into the very last sound, what's the score?
2: All right. So...
5: We are still pretty close. Amory is in third with 11. Ben is in second with 16 and Emily is in a close first with 18.
2: Oof. So I cannot come from behind at this point. <laughs>
4: so except
0: should you make it so that she can, you know what I mean? Like in jeopardy no. she can bet. I feel like we've done this in the past. I can't remember what we made up on the spot, though. I like Mm. the sound of that. Why am I trying to help you?
3: Yeah, what are you (laughs) doing, Ben? Like, what are you doing? Because I've advocated for points for you. I just
4: always vote for the underdog. I can't help myself, even when I'm not it.
3: (laughs) I'm down. Let's do it. Yeah. I've advocated for
2: points for both of you. I'm terrible at this game, but I'm good at justice. (laughs) That's
4: right.
5: <laughs> so I feel like what we can do is for Amory to get in the lead, we could make the final question worth like 10 points or something. I don't know how everyone feels about that. I feel great.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Amory feels great about it.
2: Wait, we could make it seven points so that no matter what, I can only tie Emily. I can't Okay, win. that's true. Mm. That's true. Well, then
4: what? Yeah, but, if, but what if it's a partial? What if it gets split? That's true. Mm. You know what, Grace? Our life is in your hands. We trust you. I say Grace doles out as many points as she wants to whomever she wants Mm. to close this out. You know what I mean? Sure.
5: (laughs) You know what? Let's keep it at Amory can tie Emily at best. I like that. Okay. Yep. I think that feels fair. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So we'll play for seven points. Okay.
0: Okay. Everyone get ready. Yes. (sighs) Sit up straight. Okay. You know, put all your brain power into your ears. Okay. And then uh, hear a sound 20. Toasty! (laughs) Wait, 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 I know this! Uh, Oh, no.
3: Oh, my God, I know this. Well, now's your chance. Toasty!
4: (laughs) I want to know what the word is being said. Is
3: it Amory? Uh,
4: (laughs) Does sound like something I would do. Tufty? What are they saying? Toasty. Oh, toasty.
2: Toasty! Cinnamon Toast Crunch! Oh.
4: Oh,
0: oh. No. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, is it from toaster strudels? Is it from a commercial mm. for Pop-Tarts? Has nothing to do with any sort of toasting situation. Uh, it doesn't
2: have to do with... Uh, toasty. with the po- okay. <laughs> toasty!
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I don't think I can get that high. Toasty toasty, toasty! toasty! Toasty!
0: All right, I'll do a hint here. It is from a game.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh is it... I'm just going to say, is it from Zelda.
0: No. I would love Okay, hold on. At what point in Zelda would uh, Link say toasty? Hey, <gasps> okay, listen. It's after he it's after Link
4: gets burned by something. That would be my guess. <laughs>
2: That's great. I've never played the game.
3: I just know that it's from Zelda. I'm pretty disappointed in myself if it's from Zelda.
0: It's when Link goes to the Master Sword and pulls it out and then he goes,
3: "Toasty." He does? Oh no. man.
0: For real? <laughs> no, it's not from Zelda. <laughs>
3: Oh, my God. Your poor <laughs> listeners. They've probably hit stop by now. <laughs> All right. Can we get it? That was only hint number one, right?
0: Okay. Um. Well, the next hint, we'll probably get some points on the board here. So okay. this game popularized the phrase, finish him or finish her. Oh, oh no, no, right. Mortal, Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Of
4: course. All right. Yes.
2: Hey, ho. That was everybody, correct? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a chorus of Mortal
5: Kombat. So I'm going to give, because we agreed on seven, I'm going to give everyone three points across the board just to round it out.
4: Oh, you know what? I like okay. that. I'll I like that. still beating Amory handily, <laughs> and I'm fine <laughs> with losing to Amory.
0: So that was an Easter egg from Mortal Kombat 2. It's actually the voice of the game's composer, Dan Forden, Forden would appear every time a player performed a vicious uppercut.
2: Mm. Wow, there's a dainty sound effect for such <laughs> violence. Yeah.
5: yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, was it Emily who won?
2: Emily won.
5: So our final scores: we've got Amory in third place with fourteen, Ben in second place with nineteen, and Emily holding her lead with twenty-one.
0: Wow! Wow!
5: wow.
4: Woo. <laughs> Woo!
0: You did your team proud, Woo. Emily. And I'm thankful for everyone, but it does just bring a little point of pride when a mixer sound designer wins the game.
3: Hey, 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 hey.
2: <laughs> we, knew, we knew what we were getting <laughs> ourselves into by yeah. inviting her on.
3: Yeah. yeah. You asked me. <laughs>
4: can, you guys, can you guys do this once a month? Can, would you mind? <laughs> you know... Because this course. is a really fun game and a genius. This
2: wasn't that much work for you, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. no this is so,
0: I was actually going to say this is so much easier than making our actual show that I, I know, totally yeah, I pivot into just making a mystery sound game show. <laughs> I, know, I love that, that. would
4: be fun. <laughs> you know what I love about this, too? This is pure joy. Yeah. At this time of year, I need some pure joy, and this is pure mm-hmm. joy. So thank you. 20,000 Hertz for bringing some pure audio joy into my
0: life.
2: Yeah, and for having us. Aw, Ben, Aww. that's nice.
0: Well, thank you. This is real wholesome here at the end. This is so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go play some Mortal Kombat now.
4: Posty! Posty.
3: Posty. Fatality! That's what I remember. Fatality. <laughs>
0: 20,000 Hertz is produced out of the sound design studios of DeFacto Sound. For some wacky and ridiculous sound design videos, subscribe to the DeFacto Sound YouTube channel. A huge thanks to Amory, Ben, and Emily for joining us. Over on their show, Endless Thread, they dig into the most obscure parts of the internet to find all kinds of fascinating stories. They've tracked down the origins of famous memes, explored the rise of bots, and even talked to a coven of cyber witches. It's surprising and heartfelt and consistently funny. Subscribe to Endless Thread right here in your podcast player. This episode was produced by Casey Emerling. With help from Grace East. It was sound edited by Soren Bejan. It was sound designed and mixed by Brandon Pratt.
1: With an epic game show announcer voice. By Nick Spradlin.
0: I'm Dallas Taylor. And from all of us here at 20,000 Hertz, happy holidays, and we'll be back next month. Thanks for listening.